0: All through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast.
1: If you stay on the wheel, He's the potter, you're the clay. If you stay on the wheel, He's capable of shaping you. And and I, I wish I could tell you this wasn't true but a whole lot of people you love are gonna try to fix you while you're sitting still. You're gonna have to cut that off and stay on the wheel and let God shape you himself. Stay submitted to your leadership, stay humble, but don't get off the wheel. I'm thankful for his hands. That's, That's why I told you, you know, I've been written off so much, I had the privilege of being myself. I just couldn't please nobody, so it was easy, I just gave up. Hope that don't sound bad, but I just knew I wasn't going to make anybody happy, so I just hung out with God. And he began to work with me and work with me. And it actually created something in me that made me trust him. And that's what he's really wanting you to do, is trust him. I pray for you this morning that, that you get that. There's no hurry. Even though he needs you, There's no hurry because he wants to do a thorough work because he has big plans for your life. And he's so fair and so just and so kind, but he knows when you can do it and you're being stubborn too. He knows exactly when you drew the line and you're not changing on purpose. And then he begins, because he's a father, he'll turn up the heat in your life. Because whom the Lord loves, he chastises. I'm thankful for that process. As painful as that process is, I know I'm loved and I never feel alone because he that sent me is with me and I'm never alone, right? So after revelation comes healing, doesn't it? After you get revelation, you begin to improve. Uh, When you don't have that revelation, you're always a victim. Without a revelation of the love of God, you'll be a victim all your life. Everybody's against you. Everything's no good. The devil's got a plan. And you'll go to work and think everybody's bad there. And I'm going to tell you what, it really don't matter what anybody thinks. <laughs> it matters how you deal with what everybody thinks. If you can deal right, God will give you victory. I mean, he has, given, he has set up a table before me in the midst of my enemies repeatedly. I actually felt weird eating in front of him. You know what I mean by that? When you get a blessing right in the middle of the mess... They don't know what to do with you. And you're supposed to sit there with God and enjoy your your blessing, enjoy your meal. It's hard to do in front of all them people that want you to fail, but you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. God's trying to heal your past so he can give you something in your future. Making life's decisions out of your past won't work. Uh, people are in progress. Like I said before church started, the decisions you made 20 years ago—you didn't know what you didn't know. I mean, think about it. You just didn't know. I've got a whole slew of things I would have done different. But I was—that was then. This is now, and I live in the now. I repent about the past, and I live in the now. Do I keep the past as a reference point to be a good decision maker? Uh huh. I remember it enough to know what decisions I'm going to make when, about, over those things. I, keep, I don't pretend they never happened. I just make sure I got them as a good, good reference point. Um, so you're progressing. Your life is progr- progressing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wish, don't, don't live in the wishful thinking realm. I'm going to touch this real quick. This is what you've got to remember when you're dealing with people. Even yourself. Um, you can wishful thinking to me is living with people and hoping they're going to get better and keep giving them stuff and not paying attention and, and then feeling like you got used. I don't wish, I hear. And there's a difference when you hear. Jesus said, when you're born again, it's, it's like following the wind. If, if you think instead of hear, you're going to make a lot of bad decisions. You, you, if you don't cultivate anything in your life, you have to cultivate the voice of God. If you can't do that because, you know, it's different for different people, then you must listen closely to the leadership of the church because if you have areas where you don't hear God or don't know God, you're going to have to talk to somebody about it because you can't just, it's not in Vegas, you can't just take a shoot and see what happens. The best thing you can do is learn the voice of God down inside of you. And, and I think depending on the person's history, some people can't do that because of all the pain involved. And as they progress, you have to help them progress until they can know it's the voice of God that's talking to them. Because there's the three voices, the devil, yourself, and God. And somehow they all sound alike sometimes. That's why you need somebody bigger in your life than you to help you discern who is who. And as you mature, uh, you need less of it, but as as you mature, a lot of times, the, the adventures you take in life get so big that you still need somebody around to talk to about them because you grow and you grow and you start doing greater things. And you still, there's always an unsureness in your life because you live by faith, so you have to talk to somebody about what your vision is, about what you're doing. I'm going way out there, but I'm not really going away. Well. I'm, I'm persuaded that everybody in here is going to grow. That's why I'm talking about it this way to, to show you that you always have to be connected to be grounded. Amen. And the other one, obviously, is work. You've got to be willing to work. The work you must, Jesus said, I'll work the works of him who sent me, wild as day, for the night comes that no man will, can work. You must work in the season that you're in. You can't be slothful and do nothing. Because in your work is where your productivity comes from. I'm going to touch religion one time and I'm going to close. In religion, like the Pharisees were so religious that they didn't recognize Jesus. Religious people are scorekeepers. They're highly critical of everybody. They keep score and they know what everybody else ought to be doing. That's a religious spirit. And that religious spirit, they're so busy about what you're not. They miss what God wants to do. You can get so caught up in scorekeeping that you won't even recognize Jesus when he comes. That's what the Pharisees did. They did not know he was the Messiah because they were being so religious and critical that they missed the greatest blessing that ever came. In today's world, I think you gotta pay attention to God and the wind and not be so religious that if people don't fit in what you think they should be, you're gonna miss opportunities now. I think you gotta be aware so you can seize the moment, seize the opportunities at the right time. Jesus said, you know, you guys know the seasons, but you can't tell what time it is. He didn't recognize that he, he came. Religion is very, very bad. I know that sounds terrible, but it's awful. It, it's the one that drove the nails in it's the one that killed all the apostles. It's the one that did all the bad stuff, killed the prophets. Religion is a very highly critical, persecuting spirit. And Jesus was a grace guy. and. You had to flow with Jesus to follow him. You could not follow him with rigid religion because he'd confuse you. The disciples that eat corn on the Sabbath, you know. He'd heal on the Sabbath. He didn't fit the religious mold, yet he was very effective because he could follow the Spirit of God. I encourage you today, as we close, that you learn to follow the Spirit, to be spiritually minded is life and peace, to be carnally minded is death. Religion will kill your life. Your, the spirit will make you have a life. That's why when you're dealing with people, have grace for them wherever they are. Have grace for them because God is working on them too. This helps your lateral relationships for the holidays. Let's stand to our feet. Father, thank you this morning for the the five things, Lord, that you gave us today. God, we're grateful we thank you that we will be quick to repent, Lord. We'll thank you for revelation. We'll thank you for healing. We'll thank you, God, that time, we'll be pay attention to timing, and we will work in the season we're in, and we will not miss an opportunity in the name of Jesus. Help us be keenly aware of what you're doing in our life right now. God, I thank you we will not be pharisaical and think we know already help us be open to the moves of god in our life i thank you for the opportunities oh boy okay i'll say for for husbands and wives to be found i thank you we're not so religious that we cut people off that you're trying to give us in life i thank you we're not so religious that we think god can't do it that way because he's never done it that way before Father, I thank you for a sensitivity coming into our lives to the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us into all truth. I thank you, God, that we can sit with Jesus while somebody washes his feet and not judge the situation. I thank you, God, that we'll be open to truth instead of religion, God. I thank you that the people could come through that door, Lord, and not feel judged at all. I thank you for a spirit in this house of loving kindness, not tolerance. Genuine loving kindness, God. Remove that religious spirit from this house in the name of Jesus. May love be the preeminent law and humility in this house that we will humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and that he will exalt us in due time. Father, in the name of Jesus, we call in the people that we can help, whoever they are, whatever shape they're in. We call them into this house. We call them into this ministry. We call them into whatever other churches we're going to birth, whatever other part of this vision, God. We call those people in, in the name of Jesus. May they find a place to grow roots in this place and flourish in their season. Thank you, God, for all the things you're doing in this house. We bless you, we honor you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen.
0: Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv tv If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the US at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.